What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode 34 of Rip City Rundown. We are in person today for the first time, actually. Uh, we are in Portland right now. Just got home from Moda Center, falling a fat L to the Dallas Mavericks. A little hot, but we got a lot to talk about today. Not a lot of games, but a lot of news. Cody, how you doing following that game? How you feeling? Oh, it was such an unfortunate loss. Um, tough loss. I don't think I've ever been to a game where the starters have been like just pulled that fast. And the game, I mean, the game was over going in the fourth quarter. I got the stats right here. So we lost 132 to 117, but let me tell you, it was worse than that scoreline right there. Um, we got Porzingis 32. Sorry, I'm looking at minutes. I'm not used to this new uh, app. I'm looking at the stats. He had 34 points. Um, Powell, 22 points. Um, not much scoring otherwise. Brandon Knight had 18 off the bench. 10-day contract for him. So good good for uh, Brandon Knight. As a team, they shot 57%, 36 from three. Us, we had we had a lot of people out. I mean, they had Luca out. Forgot to mention that. Larry Nance, 12 points. He was our kind of man out there that had to guard Porzingis, Boban. Again, we'll get into that. I'm just here for the stats. Lillard, 26 points. Five for 15, though, but 13 free throws. That's where he got all... His points there. Little had a solid game, 20 points. Powell, 15. Simons, 11. Off the bench, 50% shooting. As a team, we shot 42% and 30% from three. So that is the stats. Yeah, very unfortunate loss. We'll just we'll talk about the elephant in the room here, and that was the fact the Blazers had no size, no front court in this game. Uh, it consisted of Larry Nance Jr. and Greg Brown Jr. was literally the only guys over like six eight in this game because of everyone out in protocols. And they had three giants out there in Porzingis, Powell, Boban, and Moses Brown. So the question coming into the, into the game was, can the Blazers defend the paint? And the answer was a resounding no. They had 68 points in the paint. Over half their points were in the paint, and they just dominated. It honestly felt like every third possession was a wide-open dunk for the Mavericks. Yeah, and if it wasn't a wide-open dunk, it was a wide-open three. They were getting so many assists out there. They actually had 38 assists on the night. We had 18. Yeah. Um, that just shows how bad we were moving the ball and how well they were and how that shows how bad our defense was. Um, um, before we get more into the game, I want to ask you guys, Just we were at the game, obviously. We have some cool, interesting moments from the game. We actually had pretty good seats. Were there any, any cool moments? I know you've said a couple on the drive home that you heard. Yeah. Um, I got two moments that were pretty funny. The first one was late in the game, uh, Brandon Knight was <laughs> – he like turned the ball over, and he turns to the ref and he goes, "Man, I can't have any turnovers. I'm on a 10 day here." So I thought that was pretty funny because you know there's a lot of, there were a lot of players out there on 10 days fighting for their NBA lives. The second one that was funny, <laughs> the second the second one that was funny was one of the like stewards or like uh, people that work at Moda Center who do like the ticketing or whatever. She was down there, and she came over to the security guard next to me, and she looks up and she goes. Oh, we need to tell that man to put his mask on. He's in the 10th row. We have seven guys out because of COVID. And he's up in the 15th row without his mask on. And I am just look at her. I didn't say anything. And then I turned to Cole and I go, uh, but our broadcast team doesn't wear masks. And he's in the 10th row. Like, they're not catching COVID from a guy in the 10th row. <laughs> That's true. So I thought that was pretty funny. She was freaking out over that. But, yeah, when you sit, we weren't necessarily courtside, but we were behind the bench. And it's cool, like, listening to um all the cuss words that the Blazers were throwing, especially Tony Snell. Uh, there was <laughs> potty mouth. There was one. Um, there was one moment where he was uh, 
gave up an and one. It was a timeout, and he just comes back and just goes. Uh, I hope I hope you bleeped that out. Just just I'll try just, to, I'll try to run away, just just bleep that out. But yeah, those were some funny moments. Uh, one one that I remember was Dame didn't get a foul call. I mean, we had some guys, no Dame, Norm getting pretty pissed all night not getting fouls, but uh, Dame just stares down the ref, just stares at him for probably five seconds, and then the ref just goes, "What do you want me to do, Dame?" And Dame just. Oh, sure, that, that actually jogged my memory. There was one other time where Dame got, like, hit on the arm on a three, and uh, he goes to the ref. He goes, um, why didn't you uh, – or, like, she's or he, he's grabbing my arm, ref. And, and she goes, I didn't see it. And he goes, well, of course you didn't see it because you didn't call it. <laughs> so that was funny. But was funny. not a lot of great moments from that game. Lose by 15. Uh, anything you want to talk about from this game? Just one more moment. Um, Porzingis, that technical foul, pretty funny. That that's all. We have. If you watch the vlog, that'll come out soon. We actually got that full moment on video. Really, that's pretty that was funny. Like probably the one good thing we got on video. I mean, there wasn't much all night. That was that good. But yeah. being at the game, like obviously we ended up losing by a lot, but it was still the crowd was still pretty much into it. It was a lot more people than I Not thought. Really, were there? Uh, it was actually. Over, they said it was. It was around like 70 percent there, despite it looking like it was pretty empty, hmm. but. For all the snow that was out, I mean, it was yeah. snowy on the way back. Yep. Uh, a good amount of people showed up, but just when that was our that was our first game in health and safety protocols with all those guys out. That's like the Mavericks' like fifth game, so they've got more time, like all those G leaguers. But still, yeah, of, it's still a little. Unfor- I mean, you still have the best player on the floor in Damian Lillard. Porzingis, he was going to be a matchup nightmare because he's seven three and can shoot and basically do everything, especially when you're being guarded by Nance and, and, and Nasir. Nasir had a great game. He did his best. He's our best defender out there by a, by a mile. But, you know, the whole question was, can we stop them size-wise? And give credit to Dallas. They moved the ball, 38 assists. When we went to double Chris Steps, he just swung the ball around and a G-leaguer would hit an open three. You know, it's tough. Yeah. You know, I want to say, um, who is our tallest player out there tonight? Had Greg Brown, 6'9". Nance yeah. six ten, and then and then oh. we got they're trying to go against centers who are seven two. I mean Talos, I think is the tallest team in the league. So yeah, yeah, just really unfortunate matchups and stuff because let's let's who is out for COVID? Who is tall, out? For? Tallest guy was Nance and Greg Brown, which are actually both six seven. You want to think Greg Brown's six seven, but on his roster, wow. so six seven. You know what's nine, crazy ten, is Greg Brown is the same seven body. inches shorter. That's a lot. Yeah, Greg Brown is like the same like body type as like KD, but he's four inches shorter. That's crazy that Katie's that that tall. It was cool also seeing just like how tall NBA players are, you yeah, know, because like that's like the tallest team in the league. It's got to be. Yeah, I mean, Boban was huge, but we really just had no answer to stop them. Our defense was not good, but again, at a disadvantage. I will say the only bright spot from that game was seeing some of our own guys on ten days play: Brandon Williams, Jaron Cumberland, Cameron Cam McGriff. McGriff, Cameron yeah. McGriff. I thought they all gave solid minutes late. All got their first NBA points. Yep. And Jared Cumberland at the buzzer. Was, Jared Cumberland at the buzzer. But I thought it was interesting. You know, we go down 30. The G Leaguers come in and we cut it to 15. Look, and like they were playing hard. I understand it means it means nothing, but still, it, that honestly was the most enjoyable part of the game um, to me. A couple. Um, another thing from the game was the fact that Jason Kidd is challenging a call with. <laughs> Uh, five minutes left in the game, up yeah. thirty. Yeah, that like, was annoying. Also, Porzingis came out with five minutes ago. It's like yeah. Maver- Mavericks were, Mavericks were sweating that game. Yeah, they were sweating. Was, they were not yeah. letting that gas pedal up. Yeah. Scotty Brooks was coaching for his life at the end of that game. <laughs> Chauncey obviously out with COVID, uh, but Scott Brooks calling timeouts with like two minutes left. That was kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, to try to get the game under control, I guess you could say. But Scott Brooks, if he thought the defense could get worse, uh, well, 
it got worse. There you go. So I would, but that is also with. I mean, we're missing Rocco, Nurk. I mean, CJ. Not that that's Stephen. Yeah, <laughs> but but my point is like yeah. Nurk. I mean, as much we made that funny video about Nurk and him, we need to trade him. He's still like super valuable to the team, and we saw that tonight. He's the only guy with pure size on our team. And I guess like Cody Zeller too. Even Cody Zeller could have eight up minutes tonight. Trent Watford out. I mean, all based all our big guys were out. So you know, it's it's tough. It's a tough job for Scott Brooks. Um, but you know, I wish I could have seen a little better defense tonight, but we didn't. So that is unfortunate. Blazers dropped to thirteen and twenty on the year. Oh. That is just mediocrity. In fact, that's not even mediocrity. That is below mediocre. Above. And that's mediocre. not good enough for Dame. So hopefully we can ride the ship. Where we sit right now in the standings, we are eleven. We're game back out of the plan. Obviously, not that huge big of a de- not that big of a deal this early season. Man. But I mean, we sit seven games behind the four seed, which is like the most best thing we could catch in best case scenario. But I mean, at this point, I don't see us getting anything better than a plan. I mean, even honestly, we're only like four and a half games back. The best, half, the best scenario for the Blazers. It's to play the Grizzlies in the four or five. Yeah, I, mean, I think the Grizzlies are for real ish. I think they'll be in the. I think they'll be. They might have to drop into the plan, but I think they will. When it's all said and done, be in the playoffs. I think the Grizzlies are legit. But the Blazers, we kind of are known as a team to start slow, get our second half run. But again, let's just get. It's impossible to stay healthy these days with COVID. Like, a lot of teams are dealing with the same thing, but. As soon as we get healthy, hopefully we can start to make a little bit of a run. I will say you were mentioning in the car, you were talking about CJ and like how good we've been since he went out. We or are how two bad. Since he went, or how bad. <laughs> we, we're two and eight with CJ out. Obviously, that doesn't mean like CJ is the answer for the team, but that 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 shows how lack valuable. of talent from that one player. It doesn't have to be CJ. We just need to either get CJ back on the floor or trade him for a similar talent. Like when you're just, you, it, we're not even like adding by. If we trade CJ, we're adding by subtracting. We're subtracting CJ, we're adding someone else. When CJ's just out, that's just a minus. I mean, we need CJ if we're not going to trade him. We need him. He's right. the second best player on the team. I have a question for you guys. Out of everyone on the Blazers tonight, who had the best game? Let's give the top three. Rank the top three in order. Right. Can, can I go first? I'll, yeah, you can go first. I'm going to start with Nasir Little. That's what I was going to say first. I'm going to go Nasir. points, 10 That's a season. It's a solid it's a, game. It's a solid game. It's a solid, solid game. Number two, I'm going to go with Cameron Griff. I mean, I'm going with Cameron Griff. Yeah, that's good. Because, all right. And then why? Because he had a good plus minus. He out of the three G leaguers, I liked him the most. That was one of the my like talking points coming into the game. I wanted to see how they would play because they would obviously get some run at some point. So, and I think he looks the most NBA ready. I think he could actually contribute something. He kind of reminds me of a Rondé Hollis Jefferson, just hopefully not an absolute just. Terrible in the plus minus. Um, I really don't know who's could be two. I mean, I guess it has to be. It's gonna be one of the G leaders. Could be Simon. Simon said some tough shots. There. I'll go Dame as number three. He still paced us in scoring. You know, he takes a lot of shots. He got to the line, five but turnovers. five tos. However, you know, everyone's like, oh, free throws are such a BS ways to score. I mean, he's still driving. He, he's getting fouled. So I mean, you take your points. So. And a thing you notice more, like at the game, is how hard Dame has to work to get an yeah. open shot. Yeah. We were talking about totally. this. Like, I don't think he took one like legit wide open look or open look in that regard at all the whole game. So like, it's it's unfortunate because you just at this moment he doesn't have the talent around him to give himself open looks. So hopefully CJ coming back and all these guys coming back from COVID kind of lightens that load. But 
Yeah. In person, it's a whole another story. You know who didn't really look good in my eyes tonight? Norman Powell. I mean, he struggled shooting, and maybe it's just because his face in real life just always looks kind of down and depressed, but, like, he didn't look like he was having fun out there tonight. Unfortunate. But. Yeah, he, he does have, like, a... He always looks locked in. Yeah, it's locked in. I wouldn't like, say he's, like, down or anything. Shot. Yeah, I don't know. Just, but, yeah. yeah, he doesn't really... Neither does Simon's. Like, you know, boys are about their business. It's just, like, I don't know. The way the roster is constructed, like, Dame's not going to get help. Like, yes... When like Curry doesn't get blitzed, but when he does, when Curry gets blitzed, the Warriors have talent to actually do something about it. We saw Otto Porter Jr. go off in crunch time. Who was who was doing that for the Blazers? No, no one, absolutely no one. So that's why we need CJ back. Unfortunately, got Not Poole, unfortunately. he's got Draymond Green. Like, come on, man. It's credit to their organization. And this We've is had a clown at the GM for a while. Clay Thompson. It's like, yeah. <laughs> I would welcome Thompson. No, nothing, nothing. Uh, but I think we can move on from the Mavericks game. Let's, you know, this was a long, long time ago. This was actually probably six days ago, but we did play another game this week. As surprising as that sounds, we played the Pelicans. We lost on the road. Oh, that, uh, yeah, that was Dame's first, first time ever getting ejected. Yes, that, that oh, was yeah. Dame's first time ever getting ejected. It was like with one second left in the game. I think he was just pissed, which yeah. he had every right to be. He, what, what did he score, 39? 39, 7 assists on 13 for 24 shooting. This was the game where, like, ever, we didn't watch that much of the game because we were actually coming into Portland that night. Yeah. That was the game that Dame went off. Dame gets mad at refs. No one helps Dame. The classic, classic, the classic Portland story. Oh, and then the Nikhil yeah. Alexander-Walker, 7 threes. Yeah. The thing that sucks about Six that game threes. is Pelicans are, what, 11th? 10th? I mean, they're the bottom. Or we're 11th they're, now. No, they're last. In the they're last. So, Dame scores 39, and you lose to the worst team in the Western Conference. Not what you like to see. I mean, just awful loss, man. I mean, we are at the we are at the bottom of the Western Conference, man. Stick us at twenty four in the power rankings on ESPN. Wow. I mean, I, I hate to be this guy. I don't want to blame it on one person, but Newell Shea was a horrible GM. Yep. He was dog. He was just dog. He was horrible. Dog. He was terrible. He was, he was terrible. I'm not gonna cuss, but he he was terrible. I mean, yes, he drafted Dame. He drafted CJ. Did he even make – it wasn't his first year the year Dame got drafted. He didn't even make the deal to get the pick, right? He didn't make the deal to make the pick, but he drafted, drafted Dame. So that kudos to him. Kudos after that. Kudos to the Nurk trade. After that, you're throwing Terry Stotts under the bus. This dude, this dude, Neil Olshay, really blamed the Blazers' defense on Terry Stotts. And we still suck. It wasn't Terry Stotts' fault. It's the roster you constructed. Sorry. Get off my Neil Shea. He got box. fired. We're all right. Speech. Yeah, but he had to get fired of workplace misconduct, not because he sucks at his job. Yeah. Speaking of GMs, we saw Joe Cronin courtside uh, for the game. <laughs> there was a moment where Chris Hosford yeah. and Duncan stared down Joe Cronin. I was like, that was good. Right, I thought he was staring at the kid behind him, but never mind. No. Yeah, I, I have a question for y'all. Do you think, like, the league, like, under, like, hey, okay, they know about the Dame situation? But, like, the Celtics did it, Mavs, not as much as I like, Porzingis. Like, do you think, like, teams try to blow up Portland at home, really try to get the Dame situation, like, struggling a little bit? I don't know. I don't I know, think I they don't know do. if the league talks about think, that. I don't think they – like, I don't think the Mavericks are going in like, yo, we got to blow them out because then we can maybe get Dame. I understand that. I but. think it's just they see a team that sucks at defense. They're like, free cookies, so yep. let's go put them D- on Double Dame, and that's, that's about all you need got to do. It's just – it's like, what does this team need? It just needs elite three and D on the wing. First yeah. off, it just needs we thought it'd be, to be we healthy. thought it we thought it'd be Tony Snell. 
was not going to be tough to know. But we still hit two threes in a row. It kind of wow. almost sparked a comeback when we were down like 26. Yeah. Two threes cut it to 20. Do you think that was a fine strategy tonight to just let Porzingis shoot threes? I mean, obviously it didn't work, but like if you were to play that game again tomorrow, would you do the same thing? The Mavericks thing? are such a tough team to match up with, in my opinion, just because of Porzingis. Like, like when he's hitting, he's so good. But he can he like, can suck because like even if Nurkson Nurkson not going to contest his threes that yeah you're much. letting him shoot that much but you're thinking like okay Porzingis is going to get his but we're going to guard the paint we're not going to let him get these wide open dunks and we're not going to give up so wide bad. open shots you expect them to shoot probably a little worse they shot the ball pretty well some guys yeah. that are on like ten days like Brandon Knight like Josh Green putting up like over fifty percent from three but then again a lot of their looks were wide open. I'm, that just comes yeah. back to personality. I mean, honestly, it scheme. was a little compounded because of Dallas's size and because of our lack of size. But I think this game, you know, kind of really showed how Nurk – I'm not saying Nurk is one of the best centers in the league, but he is one of the most valuable to his team. Because he's, he's like our only big guy. No, yeah, that sucks. Like, Nurk, as many boneheaded plays as he can make in a game, yeah. it's not Greg Brown Jr., it's the yeah. use of Nurkic. It's just the size. It's just the tools. You he's seven to feet. Yeah. And he's 300 pounds and can move pretty fast for a 300-pounder compared to, like, Zion. I wish I, I wish Nurk was there because I would have loved to see Nurk in person because it's like Moses Brown looks insanely tall, but he's still only, like, 7'1". Like, Nurk's seven foot and, like, 290. Nurk probably would look like a massive human. Yeah, he's, um, he's a big dude. Um, so going more back to the COVID protocols, I have a question for you all. Um, a, how long do players have to be in COVID protocols? And B, um, what, do you, what were y'all's thoughts on the Nets game getting postponed? Uh, for, I'll go Nets game first, but Nets game was just mad because I could have been a game we went to when you're in Portland. You have the opportunity to go to a lot of games because tickets aren't that expensive right now. So having that be postponed sucked also because they probably wouldn't have had KD. They wouldn't have had him. You know, confirmed. So it could have been a chance to get a win. A hard one would have cooked us, but and then the other question was just how long they're out, right? Yeah. I think it came out if they're vaccinated, which all the Blazers are, they'll be out six days as long as they don't show symptoms, which none of them are. So that means basically until the new year. Yeah, I think they'll So we're missing the Jazz game and the Lakers. Lakers. Oh my god. Yeah, that's not good. Do you think NBA favors certain teams in terms of postponing games? Because, like, the Nets, they miss KD, postponed. But us, like, tonight, we miss probably just as much, even more players than the Nets did on Christmas Day, and they let us play. It's just – it's all about – you have to have this minimum amount of players now. I think, it, earlier, I think it's eight, right? Earlier they were favoring a little bit because they hadn't had, like, a set role. But now they've kind of cleaned it up a little bit. Well, the bit. Bulls a while ago got postponed. But the Bulls were actually, like, going through it. They were – so down bad with players being available. I do think if your star player, like if Dame got it, they would probably maybe cut us a little more. Well, Dame was play. questionable tonight for personal reasons. I wonder, I wonder what those personal reasons why. It's probably why they're personal, so we won't know. But, okay, that is interesting, but it's sixth game. So, looking at the schedule. Jazz and possibly back for Atlanta, but. We have a four-game homestand against. Atlanta, Miami, Cleveland, and Sacramento. Wow. See, here's the problem with the Blazers right now. Every year, I like, I like look at the schedule and I'm like, all right, that's a winnable game because they're bad. That's a winnable game because they're bad. But we're bad too. Yeah, so it's like, not this year. Yeah, this year, we, like every game is tough. So you posed the question to me, Cody, in the car on the way back: Is this when's the last time you felt like this low as a Blazer fan? 
Yeah. Like we talked about that. In before. general, not just today. Maybe just this okay, whole season. Okay. Okay. If you want, you want me to be honest. You argue that you want, this you, want me, you want me to be honest? Yeah. The last time I felt this bad is okay. Honestly, I don't feel that bad right now. I felt bad when we were losing like seven in a row like two weeks ago. But the last time I really was down bad as a Blazer fan was Game Six loss to the Nuggets at home. Okay, but, but I'm saying like, like the end of a season in general. Like you feel like, like there's no there, that was like, the end of the you season. You can't. Okay, I know. I mean, there's you know. no nothing you can do about it. like there's no hope. Like you mentioned, like I said, um, the sweep in 2018 of the Pelicans. I was like that sucked as a Blazer fan. But you were like, well, Dame was still in his prime. Not I mean, he is. still is. Like, like he was young. Dame he was, was developing. Young. There was more like. You could see there's more just more future. hope. You could see more hope in the future. Like right now, it's like right now it's like what, what do you what do you see? Like how we're in 11 seed. Dame's really now 31, 32. Gonna be 33 this summer. It's like I mean, if we we can talk about it. If you want to win a championship, you have three options. You have trade CJ and try to just get the right piece, aka Ben Simmons. He's probably the only game changer that's available. Number two. You don't do anything and pray. <laughs> and number three, you trade Dame and you blow it up and you start over. And I don't think the Blazers are willing to do that one. The Blazers would be dumb to do the second one. So the first one is you got to make some trades. Yep. Because at this point, like, there's no more excuses to not make a trade. It's not, oh, well, we're not healthy. It's like, well, when you were healthy, you didn't win. Yep. So it's like, I understand, like, oh, well, 2019, no NERC. 2020, the pandemic. 2021, we're losing games because of COVID you're play protocols. Through hardships it's every like, year. You're, yeah. yeah, other teams are figuring it out. The best teams are going to rise to the top anyway. The Bucks could play without Giannis all year and probably still make the playoffs. Blazers, Blazers play without Dame. We're getting the number back. one pick. Yeah, <laughs> true. From a roster, Joe Joe Cronin, our GM, has a lot of work to do. I don't know if he's the man for the job because he hasn't made like one move yet. I mean, he signed I G League guys. Like, he can't. Like CJ is the guy you move and. Having CJ, you got to get the right how deal. Do you know? Like he probably he's made calls. Like oh yeah, no, he's like he's publicly tried to make moves. he's probably well, he's publicly like put Nurkic is open. The only guy basically our whole roster is open to a trade except Dane. Yeah. Um. Now I think probably the wheels have been turning on a Philly deal with Ben Simmons, but the Philly probably wants a bunch of stuff in return that the Blazers aren't willing to give up. I'll tell you what, I don't want to. I would you trade Nas for Ben Simmons? Would you trade CJ and Nas for Ben Simmons? Um, it's really hard just because like, Nas is your only hope. Nas yeah. is like a guy that you could see actually turning into like yeah a, re- a really good role player or even better like a Ma- like a Mikael Bridges light. Yeah, gives him Middleton Mikhail vibe Bridges. a little bit. Yeah, he's got Middleton vibe a little shot, bit. His shot was knocking down. And guess who just won last year? Middleton. Yeah. Now here's another question I'll pose to y'all, and I asked you this in the car, and you. You gave – I don't think you answered. You, you answered me pretty em- emphatically too. Can Dane be the best player on a championship team? I think he can. I mean, explain yourself. Yeah, explain. It's, I'm uh, not saying you're wrong. It, it could be a gut feeling. It is a gut feeling kind of because if you look at the numbers, I mean, if he does what he does, especially in the playoffs, he doesn't need – a guy, I guess, to be better than him to get finals MVP, to carry the points. Like, he can carry the load. He just needs defense and just a solid score. I think that's all he needs. No, yeah, so you're saying that. it's like the Bucks blueprint? Yes, it's similar. And obviously, Giannis is not even close to the same build as Dame. But I think they still bring the same-ish role. They both are scores. They get points and play make. But you, ha- you have to have the elite big or the elite wing. You can't have... 
You can't have yeah. two elite guards exactly. and nothing else because when's the last time, literally, I'm just thinking in my head, the last time that a championship team won without at least like an all-star level wing? I would say the Warriors. But Clay Draymond. Thompson. Clay Thompson. And Clay Thompson. And Draymond. That's when Draymond was just the only wing. Yeah. Kawhi. No. Kawhi, LeBron, KD, Giannis. There's only a, there's probably about four, those four guys are the only ones that can turn you instantly into a championship contender. I mean, look at Joel Embiid. Or Yo or even Jokic, like Jokic needs help. He can't win alone. You have like you have to do it on both sides of the ball. And that's why I think Dame, like okay, it doesn't have like Dame could win with a Jason Tatum. Yeah. But it so are you saying but is Jason Tatum better than Dame? No. No. Not but it's up for argument. Like I'm just yeah. I don't know. I'm basically saying like Dame needs a co star and by co star I mean like someone who is he he can be worse but level. at least equal to him. But not just all star level. Like, I don't think Vooch well, well, is going to well, win. Obviously, if we, like, trade for Ben Simmons, you're not saying Ben Simmons is on the level of Dame, but, like... No, but but, but Dane Sim- but that sorry, gives you a chance. Ben Simmons... That gives you a light at chance at a championship. Yeah. I th- yes, it does. Um, yeah. Actually, maybe not. I think it, I think it gives you, like... It ra- okay. I say it getting... It raises your floor. How about that? Yeah. I guess it's the same thing. But... I don't know. We got Utah next week, and obviously the Lakers. Do Utah when we play Utah? We'll still no D-match. No D-match, but but does that matter? Their team is really insane. <laughs> Gobert is just gonna do the same thing. It's Gobert. It's Gobert. Who is guarding Gobert? No one. We're done. Wow. Who is we guarding better, Rudy we Gobert? Sign, we better sign somebody. We can sign somebody else. There's gotta be a seven footer out there somewhere. Oh my gosh. They can play with us just for this game. And we can who is sign, Who is guarding Gobert? I just realized that. Is it six seven Larry Nance Jr. He got worked oh, tonight. Oh, maybe we play small and run Gobert off the floor. God. It's Gobert. Is there any light chance of that? The Rockets did it. And, and then we're going to rely on Damon. With, Damon okay, wait, wait time out, time out, time out. Who's on that Rockets team? Harden. Okay. <laughs> okay. You know, Chris Paul, Anthony Simons. <laughs> he's reaching, uh, he's reaching. He's reaching. That's one in common. Let's just try to be a playing team this year, to be up. honest. Yeah, do you think, is it a plan year for us? It is I at this point. And if it is a playing game, okay. I don't think that means we're you know what would be you know what would be fun though. It's it's probably a playing game or it's probably a playing year again. But imagine the Warriors get the one. Actually, it's just, it's just like old times. Blazers Warriors in the first round and we get swept. <laughs> it's just like old times. Can't afford that. They have no KD. But this time they're gonna have Clay Thompson. At least back. there's not a team though out there that's like in the West at least. I honestly, no in my in my opinion, this is tough. But I think at Peak, I think the Suns are the best team. Like I look at every team, I look at every team in the NBA. Assuming we're healthy, we play our best basketball. Maybe get a little luck. Maybe if they're playing bad, or hope no one gets injured. But injuries, just anything. Like I feel like we can beat an NBA team. It's just interesting because like the Lakers are the seven. That's a a stretch. (laughs) I think I think the Lakers are the seven. They might even be the nine. The Lakers are like in that playing mix too, but the Lakers, if they're firing, they could easily beat the, the Jazz or the Suns. Yeah. Like, I guess what I'm saying is like, there's no Dynasty Warriors team. There's even no Eastern Conference team like that. I think the East is stronger than the West, like in terms of peak teams. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think the Blazers at their peak firing on all cylinders late in the year with a game changing trade. Look, you never know. Um, but yeah, if I had to bet money, we're not. Getting out of the first round again. Let's just make the plan at this point because we're not in it right now. I still think we can make the playoffs. That's, like That's what you said seed. about the four seed a month ago. 
I still think we can get the four seed. Ask me. Ask me in a month. And there's I'll, there's no reason to believe it, but I mean I want to believe it too. I. Yeah, I think we can get the four seed. Um, you think we get it? <laughs> I think we can. Oh, okay. How about this? How about this? How about this? How about this? I'll say it right here. Clip it. Clip it. Clip it. Told you to clip it. <laughs> clip it. Blazers, Grizzlies, first round series in the 4 5. <laughs> All right. That's, that's what we'll end on. Uh, he's walking off the set. You, why are you walking off the set? Hey, clip, clip it. What, what, is, what is this? What's today? December 27th? Our Christmas December twenty December twenty seventh. Ask me again on April twenty seventh. It's my birthday, by the way. They definitely didn't hear you at all. They just saw you shaking your fingers. He said bull. Four five. Okay, it doesn't it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be the Grizzlies. Blazers. Four five seed. Call it right here. I'll say Blazers nine seed. That'll be a guys. Peace.